Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the April 6th episode of the podcast, Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at number 683 to 688 of the Catechism. Chapter 3, I Believe in the Holy Spirit. 683. No one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. God has sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. This knowledge of faith is possible only in the Holy Spirit. To be in touch with Christ, we must first have been touched by the Holy Spirit. He comes to meet us and kindles faith in us. By virtue of our baptism, the first sacrament of faith, the Holy Spirit in the Church communicates to us intimately and personally the life that originates in the Father and is offered to us in the Son. Baptism gives us the grace of new birth in God the Father, through his Son, in the Holy Spirit. For those who bear God's Spirit are led to the Word, that is, to the Son, and the Son presents them to the Father, and the Father confers incorruptibility on them, and it is impossible to see God's Son without the Spirit, and no one can approach the Father without the Son, for the knowledge of the Father is the Son, and the knowledge of God's Son is obtained through the Holy Spirit. 684. Through His grace, the Holy Spirit is the first to awaken faith in us and to communicate to us the new life which is known to the Father and the one whom He has sent, Jesus Christ. But the Spirit is the last of the persons of the Holy Trinity to be revealed. St. Gregory of Nazianzus, a theologian, explains this progression in terms of the pedagogy of divine condescension. The Old Testament proclaimed the Father clearly, but the Son more obscurely. The New Testament revealed the Son and gave us a glimpse of the divinity of the Spirit. Now the Spirit dwells among us and grants us a clearer vision of himself. It was not prudent when the divinity of the Father had not yet been confessed to proclaim the Son openly, and when the divinity of the Son was not yet admitted to add the Holy Spirit as an extra burden to speak somewhat daringly. By advancing and progressing from glory to glory in the light of the Trinity will shine in ever more brilliant rays. 685. To believe in the Holy Spirit is to profess that the Holy Spirit is one of the persons of the Holy Trinity, consubstantial with the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. For this reason, the divine mystery of the Holy Spirit was already treated in the context of the Trinitarian theology. Here, however, we have to do with the Holy Spirit only in the divine economy. 686. The Holy Spirit is at work with the Father and the Son from the beginning to the completion of his plan of our salvation. But in these end times, ushered in by the Son's redeeming incarnation, the Spirit is revealed and given, recognised and welcomed as a person. Now can this divine plan accomplished in Christ, the firstborn and head of the new creation, be embodied in mankind by the outpouring of the Spirit, 
as the Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Article 8. I believe in the Holy Spirit. 687. No one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now God's Spirit, who reveals God, makes known to him Christ his word, his living utterance. But the Spirit, who does not speak of himself, the Spirit who has spoken through the prophets, makes us hear the Father's word. But we do not hear the Spirit himself. We know him only in the movement by which he reveals the word to us and disposes us to welcome him in faith. The Spirit of Truth, who unveils Christ to us, will not speak on his own. Such properly divine self-effacement explains why the world cannot receive him, because it neither sees him nor knows him, while those who believe in Christ know the Spirit because he dwells in them. 688. The Church, a communion, living in the faith of the Apostles, which she transmits, is the place where we know the Holy Spirit. In the scriptures he inspired, in the tradition to which the Church Fathers are always timeless, wit timely witnesses, in the Church's magisterium, which he assists, in the sacramental liturgy, through its words and symbols in which the Holy Spirit puts us into communion with Christ, in prayer wherein he intercedes for us, in the charisms and ministries by which the Church is built up, in the various apostolic and missionary life, in the witness of the saints, through whom he manifests his holiness and continues the work of salvation. Okay, very good. So we've moved on to the Holy Spirit, this third person of the Trinity. And again, it's, um, it's a beautiful progression that the Catechism is always building up, building up. You start with the Father, then the Son, then the Holy Spirit. And now that we're in the Holy Spirit, we see really God's mercy the mercy of God and the love of God in revealing this person to us when we were able to accept this revelation. In the beginning, the Trinity wasn't revealed. There were only shadows of the Son and the Holy Spirit because at that time, the time of the Old Testament, people had but difficulty in belief of one God. Then in the New Testament, Christ was shown and now in the time of the Church, the age of the Church, the age we're living in, the final days, we are in the final days, we are in the last days, because after Christ came, after the incarnation, that we're in the final time. Now again, this final time may last another 20,000 years. We don't know the day nor the hour when the world will end, but it's in the last time before it ends. So we have to be ready, and also to be ready for our own death, that we don't know when that will come either. Again, I'm not saying that Christ is going to come tomorrow, probably I would say he's not. I would guess that it's a long way away myself, but we don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But that doesn't matter. If we're living well today, if we're close to God today, that's all that matters. If he happens to come tonight, so be it. It doesn't matter. That uh, They tell the story of uh, St. Saint Philip Neri, who is this rem remarkable saint of the um, post-Tridentine uh, Rome, and he's there and he was a trickster, he was a joker, he was always good with people and yet a very holy man all the same. But they say that one day when he was playing chess, somebody came to him and said, St. Philip, 
or Philip, what would you do if you knew that you only had half an hour's life left, if you're going to die in 30 minutes? And they're wondering, would he run off to make a will? Would he go and ask somebody for forgiveness? Would he go and give money to the poor? What was he going to do if he had 30 minutes left to live? And so Philip turned around and said, well, if I had 30 minutes left, I might have enough time to finish this game of chess. And this is uh, because if you're living well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And if you're not living well today, convert. Come back to the Lord. And how do we come back? Because I've, side, I've, I've, I've got lost from my topic of the Holy Spirit. How do we come back? We come back through this Holy Spirit. Through meeting God in his Spirit. The Spirit that is ready for us in the church. The church is this marvellous place where we can meet the Holy Spirit, where we can meet God himself, where God is close to us and God will help us. In all these different things we're saying, that the church has the, the, the scripture, the Bible, it has the tradition, it has the magisterium, the teaching, it has the sacramental liturgies, the sacraments, it has prayer, charisms and ministries, signs and missionary life and the witness of the saints. Everything is in the church, ready for us waiting for us. God didn't create the church for somebody else. He created the church for you and for me so that we could have a place to meet the Holy Spirit and meeting the Holy Spirit to have eternal life. So brother, so really, brothers and sisters, don't be afraid as we, um, as we look at the Holy Spirit to see God's goodness once again, that the Holy Spirit is the manifestation of this goodness, the showing forth of this goodness for each one of us. And tomorrow we'll continue. Tomorrow we'll look at 689 to 690 of the Catechism. God bless.